I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of pots for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to answer some of your gardening queries. This week, with the days lengthening... We'll be having a word on snowdrops, hearing about the Horticultural Trades Association's Chelsea plans, and what's in a name. I must say thanks to all of you who've been subscribing to this podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done so yet, just hit that big subscribe button and the podcast will appear on your device week after week. Boiler weather last weekend suited me. I don't know what it did to you. But I could really dig at last. My eyes are repaired and I can get the spade out. A heavy soil was a bit livery when I turned it over. You know, when it dropped from the spade, it had that shiny surface. And so uh, I hope that we'll have another frost or two to break that down. Actually, one or two cold nights wouldn't come amiss because I noticed that the very early plum tree in our garden, the buds are already swelling and showing a hint of white and the apricots too. Uh, and so if a little cold weather holds them back, it won't be a bad thing. They say February Phil Dyke, and we've certainly had a fair bit of rain, and I won't be sorry if we get a bit more. I live in the dry part of the country, and if we can get the water levels really nice and moist at this time of the year, then we stand a better chance when the uh, weather turns hot and dry in high summer. But I would suggest that uh, if you can, get outside and tidy up all the old dead leaves that tend to be hanging about, especially around uh, snowdrops and the oriental hellebores. If you can clean the old leaves away, then it tends to remove hiding places for slugs. Actually, with the hellebores, it's a good thing to cut off all the leaves, and then the flowers stand proud and clean, and there's less chance of uh, botrytis disease overwintering on old leaves and infecting the young growth on hellebores. I've uh, been having a bit of a look at my fuchsias, one or two that I had in pots close to the house that will come through on a mild winter have really taken a bit of a hiding from those really sharp frosts we had a fortnight ago. And if you want to check to see whether there's still life in the old dog yet, then just get a sharp pointed knife or your fingernail and just scratch the bark And if it's green underneath, then the plant will be alive. And if it's brown, then I'm afraid it's dead and better cut off. And you just keep cutting back until you find some uh, green. And there's every chance that with fuchsias, they'll break again from the base. That's certainly the way the hardy fuchsias uh, survive. And uh, this week in the uh, paper, we got a very good offer on uh, hardy fuchsias with a new one, which has uh, almost a frosted appearance on the flowers. I do like to keep an eye on uh, the Garden Trade News Top 20. They check the EPOS, 
the electronic point of sale equipment to see how things are going. And I can tell you that through January, gardening sales have been really buoyant. Last year was a pretty good year, and now we're really way up. Uh, I see that uh, the compost sales are 165% up in January. Now, that means lots of people are getting their containers cleaned out and replanted. And also the uh, grow-your-own stuff, you know, the seed potatoes, the onion sets, they're up by over 50% on last year. So it looks as if we're going to have a really good year. I'm recently back from that really big uh, trade exhibition in Germany at Essen. And, and there, goodness me, there's so many new plants coming, so many exciting things happening in our business. I was interested to see that uh, gerbera, both the cut flower and the plant, is very good at absorbing pollutants from the air. You know NASA was doing work with things like chlorophytum and spathiphyllum. Those are good plants to remove pollutants. But I didn't see or read anywhere that gerbera is the best flowering plant to clean the air in rooms and houses. So there's another benefit. Great plants, they last so long when they're cut and kept clean in water. Now, very exciting times for those of us at The Sun because we're beginning to talk about uh, Chelsea. Here in the studio, I've got with me Martin Simmons from the Horticultural Trades Association. Martin, you're a fairly newcomer, aren't you, the HTA, to uh, exhibiting at Chelsea? Yes, this is the second time that we've uh, coordinated a garden for uh, Chelsea. Uh, It's very much an industry garden. And it's an absolutely fantastic opportunity and we're really enjoying the chance of being involved. How many of your members do you think will be growing something and taking part? We were inundated last year with a number of uh, offers of support and help. Um, I would expect something in the region of 40 or 50 centres, garden centres and nurseries will be involved. And uh, yes, it creates a wonderful display. And generally speaking... You're trying to communicate to the average homeowner, aren't you? You know, it's not the high-flying, very specialist horticulturists. It's the backyard person. Very much so. I think it's really important to make sure that uh, gardening is seen as something that is achievable by everyone. Um, So many people these days don't um, really know what to do in their garden. And if we can give them some inspiration with some interesting and unique ideas but achievable then I think we've done our job. And it's a pretty lively business isn't it? We've had quite a lot of new plants introduced last year uh, and it looks as if we're going to have quite a number this year again. I think so yes. Introducing new plants always makes it interesting. Uh, It's the lifeblood of the industry. There are so many breeders out there uh, throughout the industry always introducing new things and their chance to get them at Chelsea is, is something that they would aim for all the time. I mean, didn't you have a cabbage tasting last May? Was that cab ice? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we certainly did. Um, There's all sorts of different uh, quirky ideas and things that we can bring to to an average garden in that way. And how does the HTA view various sections of the industry? I mean, the bedding plant people, the rose growers, the conifer growers, the tree and shrub people. I mean, do they all come together they're quite different sort of uh, specialisms aren't they they are but i think the the important thing to bear in mind and and for us as a trade association we're there to represent 
the whole industry, but it, we have to look at it from the consumer's point of view. And the consumer doesn't necessarily uh, think in terms of bedding plants or uh, vegetable plants or hardy nursery stock. They're just interested in something that looks good or tastes good and does a certain job at a certain time. And that's what we're here to do with the garden. And so what about uh, May 17 and yet another Chelsea Flower Show? What are you going to put on for us? Well, the idea this year is um, to create an average back garden. So we're going with the theme of 40 Sunbury Road. And uh, it will be a typical back garden with a few little tricks and, uh, and delights along the way. I mean, we have uh, Rick McKeever with us. He has a rather uh, interesting thing for walls, doesn't he? Yes, Rick McKeever has come up with a, uh, a, a new idea, uh, a wonder wall, which is going to be quite something. Um, I think lots of people will be very interested in it. I'm also joined by Val Kreisman. Now, Val, you and I go back a good few years, and uh, your father and I go back even, even farther. Even further. <laughs> yeah. When did you first start going to Chelsea with Jack? Um, well, my dad first came to Chelsea at 1981. Um, and then I came in the year after that, so um, that's a long time. 1981. 1981. Yes. It's nearly 40 years. Yes, wow. I know. You I must know. have. You must have been about four. <laughs> Very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you involved in some of those really big gardens in yes. the main avenue? Yes. Um, yes. Because I mean, your dad won best garden three times, didn't absolutely. he? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I'm. Uh, the first year he exhibited, um, I just came to visit and I couldn't believe that you could build a garden um, like that so quickly. Um, I asked him if I could get involved and um, then I was smitten. I came every year after that and uh, then I started to be a garden designer because I, I just loved the idea and uh, here we are today. But Chelsea's a bit of a disease, isn't it? Yes. Once you join what I call the family of Chelsea, the people who are there the week before. Yes. Is, uh, digging and... Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yes. it, it's it's an amazing uh, exercise. It, it certainly is. Um, when I first started, I think I was the only female on the site. Really? When I first started, um, yes. Um, we didn't really have uh, facilities for uh, ladies really, to use the toilets, etc. Um, not long after that, um, the garden next to us, um, Dougie Knight, or Douglas Knight, his daughter um, started, and there were two of us. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, he built some fantastic rock gardens, he? Didn't did. He? he did, yeah. yes. He's yes. a great motorcycle enthusiast, he Dougie was. Knight. Yes, yeah. yes. But, I mean, I remember your father building... Um, a water wheel, you know, a mill with a, a water mill. wheel and all of that, enormous oh. things. Um, I think my dad um, changed the face of um, Chelsea all those years ago. I don't really think he gets the recognition that he deserves, to be honest. Um, yes, he, he, he built some fantastic structures, the water mill being one of them. It was a fully working water mill and um, unbelievable to see. Because he was a farmer originally, wasn't he? Originally he was a farmer, yes. Um, but he had a, a true gift of being a carpenter. He built um, gates and farm buildings, etc. And um, David Stevens, the garden designer, uh, recognised that and uh, asked him to build some 
buildings for him and that's where he started. started. Yes, and it all started then. And because your dad worked in um, the film studios too, didn't he? Yes, he he did. Uh, Again, carpentry. He did some fantastic things for them. I don't know whether I'm allowed to say, but he built The Wicker Man uh, for the Wicker Man films. Uh, The... The Aneedin line um, set of the deck was built by my dad. Oliver Twist. Um, Yeah, the things that he did was just phenomenal. Remarkable talents he has. And I really look forward to working with him again this uh, coming May. Hopefully he'll be be there. Because there'll be three of you. Uh, There'll be, uh, no, four, I think. Four, yes. You, your dad. Yes, uh, my brother John um, yeah, at the yeah. weekend. Who's a great hard landscaper, isn't he? Boy, fantastic. Yes, he can use a trowel. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And there's nothing he can't do. And and my daughter Molly is going to come along as well to help out. Well, she was exposed to it for the first time last year. So is, has she caught that disease? She has. Um, I'm very proud to say she um, she's at university at the moment studying fine art. She loved art, but she didn't really know what direction was go- she was going in. Uh, I asked her to help out last year at Chelsea, and all of a sudden she thinks, oh, I found the direction I want to go in. She's going to um, continue with garden design after she finishes her degree. So, Another lady coming into horticulture. Last week we had uh, Steph Dunn-James on the programme, nursery lady from... Uh Tembury Wells, uh, and we counted up quite a few ladies that are now becoming uh, quite important. Yes. I mean, at the HTA, we have uh, Carol Paris, who's uh, the boss lady at the RHS. We have a boss lady. Uh, you know, you're getting everywhere. There won't be room left for us old fellas, will there? Look out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like to introduce one or two letters each week, uh, and this time it's an interesting one. It comes from uh, Miss W. Pratt from Leeds, and she writes, Dear Peter, could you please tell me, how do I get a plant named after a member of my family? Well, quite honestly, uh, Miss Pratt, your name is not the easiest one to cope with, but uh, if you work diligently and go through the plant finder, then you'll be uh, interested to see that there's a sorbus called Prattii, and a malus, one of the ornamental crabs called Prattii. You know, when I saw this letter, it reminded me of the naming of the rose Mountbatten. A good few years ago now, it's raised by the late Jack Harkness, and I was working at the time for a tree nurseryman, uh, a giant of a man, Jack Matthews, uh, and he used to fly Mountbatten during the Second World War on the North Africa campaign. And I was at a meeting when somebody uh, said that they got this new rose called uh, Mountbatten. Jack said, the one thing he never was was yellow. <laughs> and so whenever I see the rose Mountbatten, I'm reminded of uh, that great character, Jack Matthews. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next Thursday. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 